Polo. What? Marco. You can't say both. I didn't say Polo, I said Olo. <laughs> Olo. Marco. Okay. <laughs> I told Brennan I was not feeling good and my head's bubbly. And he was like, we should do this anyway. And I love doing it with him, so I agreed reluctantly. And here I am saying Olo Marco. And that's by no fault of my own. Yeah, no, no fault of anybody. Hello and welcome to... We like, we like stuff, stuff and, and so should you. Uh, a show where I'm going to do my best to talk more than Melissa. Uh, and then Melissa also has to do other things today because um, we are very busy. Um, so. And I have a job. Yeah. So we're going to do our best. Uh, my, my name is Brenny. This is as yeah, aforementioned. Um, and we are broadcasting through the facilities at Tri-Radio at 92.7 CFFF-FM. Right? That's the one. Hey, I did it. All on my own. Someone would be proud. That's me. It is? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is a show where we just talk about the things we like and hope you feel the same. Uh, we, I, I get, well, Trent has, like, seasons, like, for, I think, like, summer, spring, fall, and winter. Um, we just did our 50th episode. This is our 51st episode. So, for online, for, like, podcasts and stuff, I'm gonna say that this is our second season. So, welcome to season two of WL Sassy. Uh, do you have a little like for us today? My little like is that I got my COVID-19 vaccination yesterday, but also that's my little dislike because I don't <laughs> feel good because of it. I, I feel okay. My arm's just a bit sore and I'm really tired. Uh, oh, don't get those... Uh, anti-vaxxers up in arms well i feel fine otherwise and i'm really excited to have it because it's uh means one step closer to uh protecting myself and others um obviously not fully protected yet but uh again one step closer yeah well like the the first the first bit of it to my knowledge is that like you get the vaccine and your body's like oh i should make antibodies and then you have to get it again for your body to be like, oh, this is a this is a sustained threat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you are protected up to a certain point, and that's why like the second dose is super necessary. Um, I, I I just saw like randomly people trying to like, and I would admit that they were being very stupid and silly, trying to like not debunk but be like, oh, you know vaccines making your arm sore making you feel bad that's not normal and it's like brother that's exactly that yeah that's exactly that's normal. a hot you that's... never had a flu shot before <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm happy to have it and uh, happy that uh brendan should be able to get his soon and that my parents got theirs or getting theirs yeah my 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 mom got hers a while ago um and she got really sick but now she's like super better 
and she's been exercising. So now she's like super mom. Yeah. Uh, we and we actually my little like is that we moved into this bigger place. Yeah. Honestly, we like last episode we were like really stressed out because like we learned that day or something that we were like getting the key and whatnot. And well, we stopped halfway through the episode. To we didn't stop at all. That was a full. That was oh, a continuous. Oh yeah, that was a continuous episode. It was normal. No stopping. No stopping. No. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I keep telling everybody like I, 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 I've never had like an exuberant amount of money at all. Um, we've always been comfortable, and there's nothing wrong with that. But anytime I've given something or a situation, I'm just like, okay, this is it. So we lived in a single bedroom apartment with basically enough stuff to fill a two bedroom apartment. Uh, we now no, we now learned that. Well, no, 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 I know we now learned that, yes. but that's what we were doing. Yeah. So, and we lived like that for almost five years, mm-hmm. just being like that. And I was like, this is normal. This is, this is fine. We just have to live like this because we don't make a lot of money. Melissa just recently got a new job. Um, and I've been like, we've, we've settled our finances that way that we can afford this new apartment. And like, I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like we, we were dying before just slowly <laughs> like we were being poisoned by our own claustrophobia somehow and like i keep telling everybody like there i don't understand how i, I was okay with it i 100 percent do understand it's because that's just like who i am i try to just like deal with the things as they happen but i, I can't i can't figure it out it, there's there's no way we should have lived in that apartment for so long no and like, well, that's what I kept saying, and you were just like, "It's because, eh. well, it's because I, I don't, anything that has a huge financial change is always stressful for me." Well, it's stressful for me too, but yeah. It's, no, it's, you were more advocating for it, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's also because like I have to work from home, just recently, and it's nice that we have two bedrooms now. So now I have an office space, and it works out really well. So Brendan can actually like enjoy <laughs> the rest of the apartment and not have to sit in our bedroom all day. <laughs> or like just like sit right beside you kind of because where you used to work was like an extension of the living room and I would just like be quiet. I'd like sit in a ball with my headphones on and hope that I didn't like burp or something. Like And any... you did anyway. No. Yeah, you did. You burped and coughed and everyone made fun of me. That was when I brushed my teeth. Let's not go into that. Well. Yeah, all of our students roasted her thinking that uh, we had COVID because... Um, whenever I brush my teeth, yeah, I have to just, oh, oh, I look, I already started this. this. I started this. Yeah. So whenever I brush my teeth and I know, I know for a fact that some people do this, maybe not as exuberantly as me, but you got to brush your tongue because your tongue just holds on to a lot of like dead skin and bacteria. Your tongue is the reason why your mouth, uh, has bad breath. It literally, unless you have like other bacterial infections or like, I don't know, fungus or something. I don't know what can go on in your mouth. Your mouth's disgusting. Um, so I was basically shown by my mom and dad, as you do when you're a child, how to brush your teeth and your mouth and your tongue and stuff. Um, and my dad would somehow, like, my dad would, like, be on the verge of vomiting each time. He clearly wouldn't, uh, but he would, he would basically brush so far back down his throat, like, down his tongue, to make sure he got everything. Uh, but it would always mean that he was just coughing, basically, every time he brushed his teeth, like, in the, in the morning. Um, and as a child, like my mom did that too, but she was never as like violent and she would just be like, yeah, brush your tongue all the way. Um, 
and as a child you just like kind of like absorb things so I was like okay that's normal that's how you have to do it um, so by default if I don't think about it I'm doing the same thing and I'm coughing all over the place uh, I can absolutely just not do that because I'm not a monster but um, yeah so one time I was just brushing my teeth and all of Melissa's class was like, she's got COVID, she's got COVID. And my camera's on, I was like, you can see my mouth, that wasn't me coughing. Also, <laughs> it was my partner brushing his teeth weird. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, how do you explain that? That he coughs like that when he's brushing his teeth. It's not normal. It was, <laughs> it was freaking weird. And it's great because I remember one time Adam, he was talking about it and he was saying like, oh, you know, um, one time I slept over at his house, like, way when we first started hanging out. Um, and I was just, like, brushing my teeth, and I did that. And he, like, didn't question it. Because he was like, oh, maybe, like, maybe he jabbed his throat or maybe something happened. And then he just realized every time I brushed my teeth, I did that. And he was like, I guess he never really brought it up. But then, like, the first time Melissa brought it up that it was weird, he, like, jumped on it. I've never mm-hmm. seen, like, he was so excited. He was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, I can't thank you, the Lord. I needed validation <laughs> that this was not normal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you do brush your teeth, you 100% need to brush your tongue, otherwise you're nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who went. We had a whole song last time. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, get your stuff out of the way because you're... No, because you got to go back to work. Yeah. That's all. I don't feel great. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, uh, my thing is that I'm getting wrapped soon. Two, two boys, two little sons, two new sons. Yeah. Their cage came today, and I'm so excited to set it up. I love rats. I have loved them for a really long time. Now that we have more space, I'm like, let's fill it so that we're having a horrible time again. Let's go back to that claustrophobia that Brennan described earlier. Um, it's not going to be that way, absolutely. No, but no. We, it, have, it is... we have space for them, and it is, like, I do have to make some concessions to make the room. But at the same time, we have lots of room in the office that I yeah. can fit them. And realistically, like, we can still get stuff and, like, have a normal life and time with it. But it's like, there we've talked about it already. Yes. There is, there are limits. Yes. But anyway, I have been looking up stuff about rats. I've been spending too much money on them. And I'm so excited to have them in our house. And I hope that the boys are friends with them. Um, but, uh... Because they're all rodents, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're rodents. They're rodent pals. Yeah. I don't know what the boys will think about rats. I don't think they're going to like them very Probably much. not. Uh... Rats are omnivorous. <gasps> the boys are at the bottom of the food chain now. They always were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited because rats can eat, like, so many different things. And I just want them to, like be my friend and sit on my shoulder and eat chicken nuggets with me and <laughs> eat little bits of cracker. Yeah. And, you know, like just share little foods with them. Um, I also nothing, not to say anything bad about the boys. Like obviously there's nothing 
bad about the boys. They're very skittish and they don't like anybody, including themselves. Yeah. Um, and part of that is because we like rehome them and I feel like also I was very nervous at first about how to like approach them. They are getting better. Yeah. In general, over time they have been progressively getting less skittish. Momo has made the most progress. Yeah, Momo, I can pick him up really easily now, and he still doesn't necessarily like it, mostly because recently I've been doing some, like, checkup stuff on him, like cleaning his ears and his impactions, which I don't want to talk about any more than that. Okay. Um, And so he doesn't really like when I do that. But uh, he is a little sweetie boy. But these... Sweetie boy. Yeah, isn't that right? Yeah. But the rats that we're getting are coming from a um, reputable rat breeder. Which is a wild thing to think about. Yeah, and the rats are handled from when they're born, so like they're really friendly to humans. And uh, obviously live in a really nice environment, so I feel like they'll be more used to being picked up and more used to like bonding with humans, whereas our boys did not have that experience in the past. Um, so they kind of have that, I guess let's call it trauma to deal with. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's uh, something I am looking forward to is hopefully they'll be cuddly. Um, also, male rats are more cuddly than female rats. So that's why I decided to get males. Is there a reason? I don't know. Females are just more energetic and like to explore more. Oh, whereas male rats just They're like slothful. to chill. Yeah, and that's like me. I'm slothful. So I was like, we can get along just fine, me and those little guys. Yeah. So I am really excited about that. Um... I'm excited to buy them stuff like I buy boys stuff all the time. Um, I like decorating cages. I like giving them like different opportunities for enrichment. I think it's really fun um, to bond with a new pet. And it'll just be nice to have um, more little animals in the house. And uh, I just love little animals. I know. It'll be pretty great. I, I like. Brennan's I, on the fence about it. I well, I'm always on the fence of like big drastic change, and I know it's going to be more Melissa's responsibility, and I don't mind helping out when I can. Um, but I just like, it's just going to be a lot, especially all at once. Um, but it, it'll absolutely be fine. I don't think there will be any real issue. I'm just always skittish when they're just like like trying to find a new apartment and just being okay with that it took me like a year yeah (laughs) because Moses has wanted one for a while and I was like I don't know (sighs) yeah Brennan has been very on the fence and I am really bad at making decisions so if Brennan you're not bad at making decisions you're bad at um what is that word committing to decisions no no uh trusting myself yes <laughs> I, well that's part of bad at being decisions i can't make a decision because i don't trust that i'll make the right one well that's fair i guess yeah 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 there's a little background on me uh and my anxiety <laughs> uh but yeah so i have a really hard time i mean i took me a long time to well semi a long time to get the rats i mean i've wanted them for a long time I've held off for a long time. There's no way beforehand. No, but I've been researching them a lot, and uh, 
I just think they'll be a really nice little pet for us to have with the baby. Yeah, and uh, honestly, if like, uh, so we for uh, our guinea pigs, we had like a really low, weird coffee table that was super long, um, as the base of their cage, and we recently just got more. So their cage is made out of just like, I don't know what ten is it ten by ten, eight by eight. What? Those little, how big are those squares? Oh, I, I don't know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The, I, I don't know if the squares are like an inch, but they they look like nine by nine. In nope. They're like a wire cubes for storage that you can buy, like at any home store. They're just like you build it yourself, little wire cubes that come like as single panels, and then we used it to basically made what's what is called a CNC cage. Um, That's what it's called? Yeah, because that that stuff on the bottom, it's called corrugated plastic. Oh, And so it's like CNC. I don't remember why exactly, but it's called a CNC cage in the guinea pig community. So very common and uh, well like used cage gotcha yeah, yeah. Um, because it's really roomy and guinea pigs can't climb so you don't need a roof on their cage yeah it's really nice especially for us we can like look at them yeah. like they're masters huh i don't know i was thinking like gods or something i don't know anyways they're the gods <laughs> they look upon us <laughs> uh anyways we we like the table that we were using was really bad because it like the whole cage would like sag all the way around. So we built like a base out of more cage. Um, and now that their area is like super tidy and super organized, I feel really appropriate having, like knowing that they're a hundred percent taken care of. We don't have to worry about like their cage anymore because I was super worried about that all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think I do think the rats will be great. Have you thought of names more? Well, still just Greg and Word is really what I'm stuck on. Very good. But, uh, I don't know. It really depends on their personalities if I decide something else, but... Because you were saying, if if both of them are pretty goofy, it's going to be Word and Jason Funderburg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is just really great. Yeah. I just don't... Like, I feel like I love the name Jason Funderburger in theory, and I would love to name the rat that, but I don't want the rat to be named Jason. So that's, uh, that is the, uh, the, uh, sort of stop for me. Is why that, don't like, you just I, name him George Washington, President George Washington? No. <laughs> I know. Um, well, you can have it that the name is Jason Funderburger. Like, you can't shorten it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely could. Um, but again, I have to meet them and see what what I think of their personalities. But uh, I just think Greg and Wirt are really cute names. <laughs> so I am uh, pretty sold on those. But still up for debate. Um, depending. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Maybe I'll just name them breakfast and and brunch. Elevensies. No, I'm okay. What about I name them spatula and spork? Spork is not a bad name. Whisk. Mm. Uh, cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> cabbage and spork. 
Why not? <laughs> Cabbage and pickle. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think we'll be getting. When 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 are we getting them? Like next week? Uh, it depends because we have the cage now. I might see if I can go this weekend to get them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We have time on the weekend, and I can, you know. But if not, uh, it'll be next weekend. Okay. Well, if we get them next weekend, then I will put it out there to anybody who wants to help us uh, think of names. You can send in some potential rat names if you want. Uh, at our email at uh, we like stuff and so should you at gmail.com. That's all one word. You can send us suggestions to talk about things that you may like as well. We can like talk about them at the end of our show as well. Um, Especially if it's rat related or guinea pig related. Yeah. Or if you just want to like talk about whatever you like, we'll... we'll or, uh, sorry to interrupt, Yeah, what's up? if you have any pets, <gasps> send us a picture of them. And we can just talk about them. Yeah. That would be great. I really like the idea, like, we have no real um, audience interaction, and that's fine, that's just life. Uh, aside from our one friend that has uh, sent in... I mean, uh, one audience member that I sent in um, <laughs> uh, a couple emails, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, if anybody else wants to do that, we, we like stuff and so should you at gmail.com or follow us on some social medias at WL Sassy. Uh, I mostly just try to do Instagram because trying to do more than one as a promotional thing is really tough and I, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And also, Twitter's just weird. Twitter's weird to like trying to figure out because at least with instagram i get to post like weird pictures and i just keep doing that and now we have like a big old picture wall that i'm really excited about yeah i've been putting up fun stuff yeah and you like also you decorated you like painted a picture frame which is really neat a lot of your paintings are up there there's a picture of maggie and a picture a painting of maggie that you did Mm -hmm. and then there's what is it spicy songs for cool nights did we listen to it at all? No. Okay. It just goes on the wall. I mean, you can take it out of there. It's just in the sleeve. Well, that's good. We should we should attempt to listen. Actually, we need to get some speakers. Yeah. Now we have a place to set up our vinyl player properly, and we don't have any speakers. So, we'll see what happens. Hmm. Hmm. Well, my thing is now not going to be that much fun. My thing was just fraternal, because I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. But now I don't want to talk about it. You, you gotta go soon. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I was really excited that you had like a whole point to talk. Mm-hmm. And I was glad you did. Mm. About the rats? Yeah. The rats. <laughs> what is that from? Why did I keep doing that? I don't know. Hmm. What about we just named one of the rats Ratatata? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that Pokemon. Ratatata? Yeah. Ratata? Rattan. <laughs> Settler of Rattan. <laughs> huh? Get your vaccine brain out of here. <laughs> well, yeah. Because you have to leave in like a couple minutes. I don't know if I want... I don't know how this episode should go. It's a nice episode. We started with... Oh my god. Oh. I'm so glad this is radio. 
Get out of here! <laughs> Go back to work! <laughs> You're dropping stuff! <laughs> You're putting how to get away with murder sex scenes on. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez Louise. Oh boy. My tummy hurts. Good. It's gonna be so loud. It's gonna be so hard to balance this. I don't know what kind of balancing uh, Jill and Co. do on their end, but like, dang. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah. Well, anyways, I know you gotta go soon. I'm just gonna start talking about Returnal, and then I'll figure out what to do for the rest of the show. Okay, bye everyone. Have bye. fun with Brendan. Yeah. He's in a better headspace than I. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I was really having a bad time yesterday, but today is like, ooh, I'm tired, but let's party. Good. Yeah. One of us needs to have that energy. Yeah. You um, definitely did yesterday. I did. Why are you walking like that? You look like an old crone, but has no magical powers. That's what, what you, do you mean? That's what you look like. I have magical powers. Huh? You can't just say I look like an old crone without magical powers. Why <laughs> can't you, you just... say I look like an old crone with magical powers? Because the crone uh, signifies that you have power. Yeah, the but word why, can't, crone. why can't I look like I have powers? I don't look like I have powers. Not currently with why the way not? you're walking. Why not? What do you mean, why not? You're walking why like not? this. Yeah, because I'm fragile. That doesn't mean I don't have powers. I have powers to outweigh the fragility. All right. I'm out of here. Okay, whatever you say. Good luck. I guess. Good luck having a boring time without me. I will. Because I like you being here. You and I'm too. sad. Aww, no. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Grab a boy. <laughs> <laughs> just put Momo over there and just squeeze him a bit. He'll make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh? That's why he doesn't like being picked up. No, I don't mean hurt him. I didn't say hurt him either. Just like move him around and just squeeze his tummy. Get out of here. Bye. So yeah, I don't know how to... Where are you going? <laughs> huh? Okay, bye. Alright. It's very fun to be able to record at home. Even though nobody else sees this kind of interaction. And Melissa's still staring at me. From the door. Go to work! You're gonna be late! <laughs> oh, I wonder. Did we, this microphone might be able to pick up what she's talking about. We'll see. But yeah, I just really wanted to talk about Returnal. Uh, it's a game that came out, I think, last week. Um, it's for PlayStation 5, which I know like only 10 people will even be able to think about getting Returnal because it's still apparently really hard to get a PlayStation 5. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a game that's like a roguelike. And we've talked about a game... Uh, Hades before. Roguelike is just means that you go through levels that are um, randomized. So the items, the enemies, they're completely randomized. Uh, and the progression, the way the levels connect are randomized as well. Um, and normally, whenever you have a roguelike, or at least from what I think, because uh, I don't have a lot of experience with roguelikes, um, normally roguelikes, you just kind of when you die, it's hard to uh, 
Like, it's not really written in the story why you can continue. And that's normally what's kept me away from playing roguelikes. I just, like, the story never made sense with why you always kind of repeated the gameplay and stuff like that. Hades did a really good job at um, making it built in. You are, oh no, Zagreus. I almost forgot his name. You're Zagreus trying to escape from hell. And um, every time you die, you just get sent back to... um, Hades domain uh, and you, you know you have to try again and that was written in the story the, uh, the progression of the characters was done really well so every time you fail um, you have more to talk about um, and you meet some of the characters in your escape attempts so it, like the story changes that way which was really neat um, and so Returnal it starts off your uh, your name your character's name is Celine. Uh, she's this uh, astronaut uh, that's a part of this uh, company, uh, I believe, Atropos. No, that's the planet you're on. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this immediately. Um, you're a part of this like spacefaring company. Uh, it seems like the way some of the story logs were written, you were trying to. Um, explore different planets and come back to like the main space colony that has been kind of launched um as the space colony kind of just like left the reaches of our galaxy and we're like on new horizons um just trying to find i guess more planets to maybe not more as in um plural but another planet to 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 go to and live on maybe um and you simply just like crash land uh, on this planet, uh, Atropos, uh, as you are drawn by this signal um, called the White Shadow, um, and you were hearing it beforehand, and like all as you were like driving toward this planet, um, the uh, like all your computer systems were like, "Hey, Atropos is forbidden. Do not go there." Um, and when you read some of the the, the computer logs that you have, um, a lot of things seem kind of like shady and weird. As you're trying to figure this out, you land on this planet um, and you have like your service revolver that is missing as you kind of escape. And as you kind of walk around, you're exploring, uh, you find your revolver and you find your revolver on your own dead body. Um, and it's just like a, like, like that's how the mystery starts. Um, it was really exciting because like, there's not all again there's not a lot of rogue likes that have really grabbed my attention with their story and the story simply put is that like hey you are uh like a an astronaut on a foreign planet and apparently you've already been here there's like a weird time loop that you're trying to figure out um you recover journals that are written by you uh, and sometimes you comment on them you're like i didn't write this or um, sometimes the journals are like I-, I don't know how long I've been here and I just want to find like the um, the severed and I'm better than the severed um, which there was like a whole race of sentient beings on this planet that seemed to have had like a full blown out war um, and as you discover more and more you find out that like a part of the war was based on the fact that some of the sen- uh, sentients uh, or uh, some of the beings uh, broke apart from their society and went down into this underground 
area to try i guess reach enlightenment and when they came back uh, they were described as the severed uh, and i guess this uh this uh, species had like a hive mind and then they were now severed from it uh, and then they had this huge war all these things happened um and you're just kind of like combing through the ruins of this destroyed planet and uh the things that they did and the fact that you are here in this time loop and the fact that the first time you land is not necessarily the first time you've been there and like i guess that's the way the loop works um you find logs that are basically celine just going absolutely bonkers about how you know she is trying to figure out where this white shadow is where these signals are coming from and you know she wants to figure this out but um, through some of the logs she you can clearly see her mind is starting to unravel uh, and your character is even like i i do not want to become this person i really hope i do not uh, and it's just terrifying this game there's a lot of uh, scary games um, that i've played with friends and i've kind of become a little bit more desensitized to them uh, it's just easier to well one play games with other people and kind of keep your cool uh, but to once you depending on how you play video games uh, for me I find my brain really gamifies it so I find all the mechanics of the game and then I turn the game into those mechanics um, and I still get really immersed but it's hard to kind of be scared when the mechanics of the game work a certain way so if a, if a game is scaring you in a particular way with like jump scares or things like that, it's more easy to anticipate them and then not be scared. Um, I, have, I haven't been as terrified playing this game than I have in a very long time. It does a very good job at creating incredible atmosphere. Um, the more you learn about the world that you're in, um, the more terrifying it gets. Uh, I've, I've played it for maybe like almost 20 hours um, and sometimes at night it was like oh boy I used to be afraid of the dark and I'm still a little uncomfortable but like I guess I'm afraid of the dark now because I don't want to move I, I don't know what's going to be around here and it's just terrifying um, every time Celine goes to sleep you can certain parts in the game you can kind of like take a nap essentially to recover some of your health um it always cuts to very like literal like one or two second clips of a scene that you don't know what's going on either it's like black tentacles writhing around or uh, a scene of a forest as the camera is trying to pan up but it never really gets there um and you really just don't know what to expect um there's never the kind of jump scares where like oh you turn a corner and something like comes at you it's more so like the way the enemies behave they're all erratic and like violent and they 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 do such a good job at creating like this inorganic movement even like in the way that my own brain tries to work with video games it it like it's hard to gamify this beyond the story that it's telling because the story is so integral with how this game works every time you die and wake up it's like oh like your character's like oh boy try time time to do this again i don't not want to be stuck here um and 
without any kind of general spoilers. Those weren't really like integral spoilers, but I know some people don't like to listen. Um, I, like Melissa was telling me before that she doesn't like watching trailers anymore because they kind of show you uh, for movies because they kind of show you like everything or all the cool bits of a movie, especially even though it's not like pieced together. Um, but um, yeah, for me, oh, I don't know where I was going with this point. Uh oh, and now Melissa's not here to like help me out. Dang, I talked. To, we, we just, we literally just watched the Mitchells versus uh, Machines or Mitch, uh, Mitchells versus the Machines or something. Uh, it's a new movie on Netflix, and it's really exciting. I implore everybody to watch it. Um, it's really cute. It's really goofy. It's really weird, but it knows it's weird um, in a very like. It almost feels a little bit cringy at times, um, but that's like the charm of the movie and of the characters in it. And it has really good acting. And as movies are getting, um, I guess, better at their emotional, what is that word? Uh, as movies kind of get uh, better at exploring uh, more complex emotions, especially like children's movies or animated movies, it does a really good job at like kind of straying away from the standard tropes. Um, and I just really enjoyed it the entire way through. Um, it's on Netflix. Please go watch it. Um, and I guess that's my second thing. I won't go into it more. Um, it's just a really good movie. Uh, but I'm talking about Returnal. And I guess I shouldn't be alone without Melissa. I just I start going off on tangents all over the place. And she's not here to reel me in. Uh, but yeah, Returnal is just really good. And I don't want to explain more um, without like, uh, and ruin more things because of those experiences of like waking up the first time or, you know, beating one of the major bosses. Um, I did it like the first day. I was playing for like nine hours straight almost. And I beat one of the first major bosses. Um, or one of the bosses like really integral to the story and the way the story played out and the cutscenes played out um, I, 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 went, I, 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 I couldn't contain like I was losing my mind the way the game kind of portrayed that story element and I can't go into it further I was trying to tell my one friend Zach um, he also got Returnal one of the other like 10 people that have a PlayStation 5 and he I was like he only played like a couple hours of it um but I was trying to explain it to him too and he was just like don't don't worry about it I'll, I'll get to it and then we can talk about it because he knew how excited I was and how just ah I'm so I'm so excited about it um but uh I think the only thing that I will mention is that in Returnal uh, if you are getting better and better at the game and you, as you complete runs rather than dying prematurely uh, a run can fully take like an hour and a half to two hours so you kind of have to be aware of that commitment um, and that's why it was super easy for me to spend like nine hours on the first day because uh, the game keeps track of your deaths and when I got to that first major pivotal moment I, um, you know I uh I had only died like four or five times. So for me, it was like every time I died was like, oh, that was a run that I had to, like, you know, I had to like start from scratch, but I didn't die that many times. So it felt like, oh, I can keep going. I could do another one. I have another one in this, uh, another run in me. And it's just very easy to get lost in a game like that. And I think it's it, it's done a really good job, um, at least for someone like me. I know not everybody is okay with, you know, putting 
so much aggressive time and effort into video games um but i just i think it does a really good job at not making you feel tired of it and i like i apparently i beat the game and there are lots of secrets to uncover and things like that and there's a lot they've done a really good job at like setting up like challenge missions and things like that but um i took a break as soon as i beat the game but then i jumped right back in and i just felt it felt you know like i there what it, it always feels like there's more to do and because of the roguelike nature of it the um procedurally generated areas and maps and weapons that you can find similar to hades every run feels unique and it doesn't feel like i'm doing the same thing over and over even though i'm fighting those same creatures or i'm fighting like the same like mini bosses that you can find um it it feels different every time because i've so far i've never fought a boss with the same weapon uh because by the time um it just it, by the time I get to that boss or that, that time in that run, I don't have any other options for weapons. Um, are you grabbing one of the boys to show your your class? Yeah. Aww. Ain't they uh, lucky? <laughs> Again, the pleasures of, work, of doing this at home. It'll be really exciting to go back into an actual radio studio and do this. But, uh, it's very exciting I don't know you can probably hear a little bit in the background uh, we'll see how long that lasts but anyways Returnal is super fun and I, I, like I can't imagine I, I, the only thing I'm upset about is that it's exclusive to PlayStation 5 I'm not I don't know if like it, a game like this truly needs that kind of power that the play, like the, the next gen con uh, consoles have in order to run it it looks beautiful um i mean within the first day i saw some like visual glitches that i didn't truly care about but it was like if we're making games for you know next gen consoles and they're exclusive to that they shouldn't come out with these kind of problems but uh i'm not a downer in that manner i really liked it and i'm having a really great time and I, that's basically the whole point of the show. I really hope that somebody listens to this and goes checks it out. Um, hopefully next week uh, we'll be able to talk about Resident Evil uh, 8, I believe. Uh, it's called Resident Evil Village. If you are tied to any kind of internet, you almost definitely would have seen, hopefully, uh, all the memes about um, Lady... D uh, Dem oh no, Damascus? Um... I gotta look this up right now. Uh, the new big old villain in uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil Village. D okay. D it's D I M I T R E S C U. Uh, I, I guess it would be Dimitrescu. I'm butchering this so terribly. Let me see if I can. Is there anything that says her name? I don't want to ruin anything. Anyways, um, she's become basically the belle of the ball of all the internet. Um, she's this like eight foot, no, okay, not almost 10 feet, nine and a half foot um, uh, vampire woman. Um, just this big old beautiful vampire lady that just wants to kill you. Her hands turn into claws as she's coming at you. Um, and there are lots of 
videos and clips of people just making the joke of like, oh no, you're going to catch me. I hope you don't do anything unsavory to me. And then they just get into like weird positions because clearly they want to be railed by this uh, giant woman, um, which I don't blame them. If the, and she's, she's great. And then she has these vampire daughters that are um, very like gory and aggressive, but they're, they're the kind of attractive that it's hard to explain because they're not conventionally attractive which uh, conventions don't make sense anymore as i've gotten older like nothing there's no convention to uh, like opinions because attraction is basically based on that um it's 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 an incredible game and i think it's absolutely worthwhile uh to look into as well even if you don't like resident evil uh, or never played them before my one friend uh ali who was on the show previously has never played a Resident Evil game and is just really excited about this character. And I think that a lot of people are going to get this game just because of that. Um, so hopefully next week we'll be able to talk about that. I think that'll be great. Um, I apologize that the first episode of our new season, I guess for online or podcasts, is this weird format where um, we have Melissa for the first half and then it's just me for the second half. Um, I hope it's not like boring or anything. And I really enjoyed, like, doing this, so, uh, you know, yeah. So, we have about 15 minutes left. Um, I'm going to play some songs and make it work. Uh, and then we'll see you next week. Um, Melissa is still showing her guinea pig off to her class. And she's just teaching with Momo, it sounds like. It's it's really great. Uh, she is playing a Kahoot, which is just a fun game, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, it's super exciting. We have a new apartment. Hopefully we will have consistently new episodes because we want to make content. And now that our apartment is bigger, um, I don't want to speak for Melissa, but I feel like we have a little bit more of a handle on our lives as we're not super stressed out all the time or like constantly have a mess to clean up because we don't have space. Um, we kind of made them like a pact between ourselves of like everything needs a spot. Everything has a home. And because of that, things don't have to just be left out like all sorts of nonsense like I almost always had cards like Magic the Gathering cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards left out everywhere and it's like now they have a definitive home um, Melissa's office is full of all of our books so they just have that place to be uh, and even if it's like messy in a room I'm sure you can understand that like you know that room may be messy but our apartment previously one room was basically three rooms um, which made it a nightmare if one part of it was messy, the whole thing basically was. So we can have things a little bit more contained and a little bit nicer to work with. Uh, and I guess one day I'll show on our Instagram all of our collectibles and I'll just keep posting weird pictures and weird memes uh, to advocate for our show. Um, and you could see why it was a nightmare to move because we couldn't move all of our stuff um, obviously unpacked, even though it was in the same building. But, uh, yeah. Oh, Melissa left the door open. I really hope you don't hear her too much. Or it's not a big deal. But anyways, um, let me figure out what songs I will play. And Melissa's here too now with Momo. Bye. Uh, 
uh, we will we will catch you next week and uh, thank you everyone at Trent Radio as always thank you Matthew Campbell uh, for our lovely background music um, one day I will see you and we will both be vaccinated and we will kiss what is that is that a sock yeah it was in the boys cage since when alright what? I didn't put anything there. I actually remember when you were putting your shirt on, the sock flew out of oh. your shirt and landed in there, and then I forgot about it. So. Excellent. That's okay. They're okay. But yeah, uh, let's see what I will put on. So it looks like I'm going to put on, <coughs> excuse me, uh, two songs. Uh, one by uh, the band Last Universal Common Ancestor or Luca uh, that uh, Matthew Campbell and Jim Parrott are in which I will always, 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 always talk about because I love it Um, and a similar vibe to that after I play the song Spiral Arms uh, by Luca uh, I'm going to this is the first time we've been so organized I usually just play a song and just hope for the best Um, I will play a song by Yonzi uh, and Alex, uh, which I believe is the per, sorry, correct way to pronounce the J in that. Uh, I hope so. Uh, the song Happiness. So yeah, catch us uh, next Monday and talk to us if you want on social media or email and we'll see you later. Bye.